Welcome back to Are You Winning, Son? I'm Damien, and with me is... Gage! And today, we will be discussing... Video games and video, video, game. video games! It's video game news! First up, we have NVIDIA announcing the 3000 series GPU. NVIDIA! NVIDIA! So, I have a 1070 in my rig right now. Been serving me well for the past four years. Um, was no reason. 70, that, that's 1300 less. That is 1300 less. Yes, you're correct. No, 10 no, 1070. You said 1070. 10 My bad. That's not 1300 less. That's 2000. That, that's that's 19300. 19300. Right? Yes. Actual retail <laughs> price. <laughs> 1970. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Thank good you. numbers. <laughs> so I'm probably gonna swap that uh, 1070 out for the 3080. Might nice. go with a whole new refresh of the rig there no new motherboard new not a new processor it probably can still go with the i7 processor but swap out the 1070 for one of these 3080s priced at $699 which is interesting because they showed a graphic of the uh the prices of their GPUs their their most recent GPUs and you can see uh if you pull up the article there the generational leap between the prices of the GPUs relative from relative performance to uh, to price, you have the 980 about $500. You have the 1080 twice as much, twice twice the horsepower, same price. A 2070 Super, same price, better better graphics card. You have the 1080 Ti, which was about $700. And then all the way over the right side, if you bought a 2080 Ti, which was like the supercharged, basically the supercharged version of the 2080, you paid $1,200 for that baby. $1,200 last year for that, uh, for that graphics card. Now the 3080, it cost what they said was $700 for the 3080 for up to two times the, uh, the graphical capacity of a regular 2080. So. People are not happy about people that bought the uh, 20, 2080 Ti are not very happy right now. Not, but you always run that risk, though, right? Sure. Yeah. I mean, you could buy this one, and then uh, what? Six months later, you, they yeah. cut the price in half. Something else comes out better. I mean, that's the thing. You're, you're always going to be paying more money. Yep. And you're, there's eventually there's a point where it's like. Was it worth it? Right. Is it worth yeah. it? <laughs> For the 3080, yeah, absolutely. I'm going to probably upgrade that. Um, yes, I'm going to definitely What do you do with the, your old shit? Do you trade it in? Uh, I'll probably give it to you since you need a decent PC. Oh, shit. Yeah, All right, let's go, dude. Woo! <laughs> um so yeah i'm probably picking that pick. up when it comes out they'll probably be out of stock uh when that first comes out so let's see they gotta every every time they un- unleash a new new gra- new graphics card they always do like a you know 30 oh the 10 60s 1070 1080 1080 ti 2080 ti all that stuff so just like with those they have 
alongside the 3080, they have a 3070 priced at $499, $500, extremely cheap. Could be the price of a new console, basically. Um, this would be more compatible than the 2080 at a, le- at a lot less cost. The performance bump from the article says the performance bump will also put the 30... 30- 3070 comfortably above the 1080 Ti and the 1080 cards for 1440 gaming, 4K gaming. Yep, yep, yep. The 3070 will be available in October, priced at $500. NVIDIA is using the 5888 CUDA cores on the RTX 3080, combined with a 1.71 gigahertz boost clock and 8 gigabytes of DDR6 memory. So... There you go. So what are you what are you expecting when you get when you put this bad boy in? When you when you, you we get everything all assembled and, and yeah. you turn this something on, what's the first thing you want to see? So I'm gonna probably it's gonna, on, it's gonna be different yeah. than what you've already got going on right now. I'm gonna put on some Minecraft and porn. some Rocket League. Porn. <laughs> yeah, give me that four K hardcore pornography. <laughs> yeah. No, so like, what difference are we gonna see? Are you gonna see like rocket? You gonna see a faster response time, basically, um, better graphic yeah. or something? Better, uh, better, better graphics. Yeah, you can. Yeah. I can. Um, so I played what was it? Outer Outer Wilds or Outer Worlds on my 1080 monitor at 14 1440 hertz or no, yeah, 144 hertz at 1080p. That's you know standard definition, and it, and it ran pretty smooth. I swapped it over to the uh, 4K monitor and get a little get a lot of hitching and 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 uh, what do you call it? Um, very low uh, FPS. Probably ran it at maybe 60. 60 is low for a PC for my PC. Uh, I play Rocket. I play I play Rocket League and a lot of a lot of games at four at 144 hertz. That's the that's a double. Actually, yeah, more than double of a con- that a con- console can do. So it looks. If you've never seen it, it looks super, super, super smooth uh, compared to um, 30, 30 frames per second or 60 frames per second. But, uh, yeah, it's one of those things you got to see to believe, basically. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Tell me about your games you've been playing this week. Any Spider-Mans? Well, just like when you asked me about Ozarks and I could say that I did it, Spider-Man, I did it. I beat it. Woo! Bow, uh, it's a fun nice. game. I'm actually doing the DLC now. Uh, I got like the the Black Cat DLC. I got a couple other episodes, I guess too. Um, it's fun. Um, I I didn't mention that the last time. Uh, I got to the last week. Uh, I we I discovered the Sinister Sticks or Sinister Six. They they yeah. they uh. That was that was pretty intense. That was actually something that was awesome to watch. You played the game, like when they all just yep. popped out and they got me on top of the building. And Doc Ock was like, "Hey, brother, what's up?" And they're just all kicking the shit out of Spider Man. I was like, "This, yep. yeah." I, I felt bad for Spider Man there. I'm like, "Oh, this is it." And they're like, "Well, no, we're not gonna kill you. We gotta leave you alive." You know, <laughs> of course, yeah. And then it's like so you gotta go through, and you gotta. All right, you got Rhino over here. You got Vol- or Vulture over here. You got oh yeah, and oh wait a second, oh Shocker's with them and. It's like, oh man, you got to fight two at the same time. And I will say, Spider Man kind of ended. Uh, I maybe expected more out of the boss battle. I don't know. I was playing hard and I, I had minimal problem. Um, yep. It felt more like a, a movie ending, which maybe was their 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 goal. What did you think when you when you beat it? 
I beat it a long time ago, so I don't actually remember. I do remember liking the end fight between me and Doc Ock, having him right. sort of like, you know, his body was breaking down and you had to like feel bad for him because you took away his only means of transportation, ind- independent transportation with his claws and everything. So yeah, th- that was a really nice ending. The, uh, the fight on the, uh, the fight on the side of the building was fucking cool. I like that. I like yeah. that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with both those things. Uh, <laughs> What I want to know is for Spider-Man too. It was like the the dynamic that him and Ock had was uh, it actually it kind of he's walking away. He almost he almost got him to come back. He was like Peter, and it was like please, and he was like oh damn it. It was like his second dad, like Uncle Ben too. You know, Uncle Ben version too, and uh, it really tugged at your heartstrings and just the anguish, the pain in Peter's voice. I felt it. So I, I thought the ending was pretty solid. I enjoyed it. Good game. Yes. Yes. Very good game. Very good game. Yep. So I'm going to do the DLC, and then we're going to move on to Assassin's Creed. Nice. Also, I played a little Tony Hawk today, uh, the remake, the one and two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've seen people It's only been that. like 20 years since I played <laughs> a Tony Hawk game, and I yeah. am shitty. Are Very you? rusty. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I was not winning that, son. Um. Do want to say, uh, congratulations to the Chicago Firefighters, baseballs champions this week. Uh, and so I can- want to give a round of applause to Miami Dale coming in last in their division. Yep. Listen, it's not about winning; it's about did you have fun? Yeah. Did you have fun? Are you winning, son? Um, I mean, I got thirteen hundred, oh, fourteen hundred coins, so. Oh, good job. As a fan, uh, I mean, we're not the worst team. We're not right. the unlimited tacos, <laughs> which which is a damn travesty that they, they came in last place in the entire league because that's a uh-huh. ball of name. Actually, I did not. It is. If I saw unlimited tacos, I must have missed that. I would I would have picked that for sure. Right. Uh, unlimited for tacos my, ended the season team. 23 and 76. My team, the Boston Flowers, ended the season 40 and 59 which was one ahead of Dion's Miami Dallas, which finished 39 and 60. Oh, shit, really? I thought yeah. I thought you were uh, the Moist Talkers. No, no, no. I was a, I was a Boston Flowerhead. Ah, see, I also picked Moist Talkers because... Uh, the, wait, do the divisions switch? No, they're the same as they were. Okay. Yeah, I season. picked Moist Talkers because I thought... Or that division because I thought you were in it. But, uh, no. Well, that's fine. I mean, yep. one win more. You were laughing at me. You sent me a text laughing at me, like, "Oh, <laughs> sucks to be Miami Dale." But you, you finished one win higher than me. I did. I did. You jabroni. Yeah, you know, what are you gonna do? Um, Hopefully, gonna kick your ass next year. How many, I, how many coins did you end with? I finished with seventy six thousand one hundred and six coins. All right. Well, that's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. All right, this thing, why are yeah. they still doing like browser based? This should be an app. Right. If the game, if there were games being played while I was awake, I was betting. I betted on every single game that I had the capacity to bet on. I betted all of my coins. I maxed out. Let me see. I maxed out the high roller snake oil. I maxed that out. My current limit is 1000. I maxed out the uh, income per win for the passive income potion, which is at 75. And I bet, I bet the maximum every single time. I bet a thousand coins every time. So I am raking in the monies. Wow. So yep. uh, I'm, how often 
and you said if you were uh, awake, you were you were making a bet. Like yeah. How often do you look back and like to the, the to the site and be like, you have an alarm set like every <laughs> ten minutes or something? Or well, I know that it, every hour. Uh, yeah, every hour on the hour, um, a game starts and fin- uh, finishes about you know half past the hour. So let's let's say it's it's noon. I'm like, okay, the game just started. I'll bet on the next round of games to to come in. And I know if it's if it's like you know five of five. I know, oh shit, I have five minutes to bet. Basically, if you are, yeah, if you keep track, you always know that right, you know, right before the top of the hour, a game's about to start. So you have, you have some time to bet before the next game. And if it's around 1230, you know, 20 of, then my bets paid off and you collect your money, then you put your bets in. So yeah, pretty much every hour on the hour, I was checking in on my monies. On my uh, so I'm never going to be on your level. I just want you to know that I, I, yeah. I made bets once a day. Yeah. <laughs> and even that was right. uh sometimes a stretch so right 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 that's fine yeah, that's yeah. Fine. i'm gonna i'm gonna admit defeat here you're seventy-eight thousand okay. or whatever you got me <laughs> you did it you're winning Woo! i'm winning son um let's move on we have um story here about the playstation 5 pre-order system so this is kind of crazy this comes to us from forbes.com uh, the PS5 pre-order system is actually revolutionary and a little scary is the title of this article. So the summation of the article is that if you put in your pre-order for the PS5, it is not equal. Everyone's pre-order is not equal, just like uh, just like Lincoln would not wanted. Everyone's vote is not equal. Um, so here's how it works. Um, let's see. Let me try to find a part here. So you are signing up with your, I'm going to quote from the article, you are signing up with your PSN. So Sony has complete access to everything you've done and bought on your PlayStation. The ramifications of how it could be, how could they use that information to dole out pre-order reservations is fascinating in a dystopian sort of way. From the outside, I would venture to guess that Sony would like to make as much money as possible, which of course is shocking. But it would theoretically have tools available in order to try and let people likely to spend more money on their console. It could look at the total number of games installed, number of months subscribed to PS Plus, and the total number of money spent on add-ons or anything. Investors and analysts are interested in the attached rate for consoles, how many games the average console owner buys. Theoretically, Sony could try to maximize the attached rate by sending pre-order invitations to people most likely to buy more games. The company could get more granular if they wanted to. For example, the first major games coming to Coming out appear to be Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart, followed by Horizon Forbidden West. Therefore, Sony could, could prioritize pre-orders based on who has extensive experience with those franchises, a bet being that they want to not only maximize sales, but maximize sales of those games specifically. So it could look at, you know, your platform trophies for those games. It could look at your time spent playing those games. It could look at, you know, how much DLC you buy, how much, how many microtransactions you buy for Apex, you know, things like that. So if you put your pre-order in, you're using your, your PS4, um, your, your, your PSN account. So, and they have all that data. So they just look at it and say, okay, you know, Dion wants a pre-order, but he only plays games, you know, once a week and barely plays, you know, Barry puts in eight hours a week. And, but Damien, Damien put in, Damien put in pre-order, but he plays it, you know, 60 hours a week and has all these trophies and buys all this DLC. So we're actually going to give Damien the PS5 first. Yeah. Dion plays Witcher. Uh, 
It took him two years to complete. Yep. And then he played Horizon, and that took him a year. <laughs> so in three years, he'd beaten two games. Yep. And he bought those on a discount, so fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. He bought those when they were 10 bucks. Yep. Yep. He is not a hardcore gamer. He is not dedicated to the video game system. Yeah, yeah I guess I guess not. Well, yep. I mean, I am signed up for PS Plus, so I guess I got that in my favor. Gamers rise up. Gamers are continually the most oppressed peoples in the world. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird and scary, right? Imagine being that entitled. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's kind of awful. Uh, let me see. I'm trying to look for any podcast stuff that they talked about in here. Oh, Avengers came out this week. That looks interesting. Oh, I, yeah, I was meaning to talk about that. I, I was watching people play it on Twitch. Yeah. It's it's very buggy right now. Appears to be, yeah. Yeah. Let's see what people are playing. Yeah. Um, Among Us is still noticed, being played uh, a lot. A couple times, Iron Man, the guy was just using Iron Man, he just stopped dead, wouldn't move anymore. And right. They all they all recognize the problem. They're like, oh, maybe I can reset it if I get back to the checkpoint. Oh, nope. Oh. And then he has to like leave, come back in, all this. Are they all have to leave? I'm not really sure. It's like four different people playing as the Avengers, correct? Yeah. Yeah, well, online, based at least. And then yep. even the combat was super clunky. It's still a beta stage, correct? Right. Or is it actually um, the it's, game now? It's out. It's out, out. Wow. Yep. Yeah. They got some yeah. work, too. Yeah, they do. Holy shit. It looked nice, uh, though. Eh, it looks all right. looks fine. I mean, the <laughs> the characters, at least from what I saw. Yeah. I, mean, I saw Iron Man. He looked good. Right. Hulk in, like, a loading screen was pretty, pretty, pretty tight. Yep. Thor something. Let me, uh, I don't know. It's tough to look yeah. at these guys, too, and not picture movie Avengers. Right. Yeah, I don't think they got the licensing for right, yeah. how they look. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. I was going to pull up a MMO I was watching somebody play, but I don't know if... Oof, that looks rough. Guys yeah, streaming it. Stream looks like a butt. Uh, this new MMO came out called New World. Looked interesting. People are still playing Rust. Rust looks interesting. Um, what was somebody playing the other day? I don't know. Oh, there was uh, a uh, game I was watching. Moon play for a little bit. That was pretty funny. Uh, browse. But actually, Among Us? Among Us, yes. Maybe? Yes, yes, yes. No, 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 no. That wasn't it. Although everybody's been playing that game a lot. Yeah. For the King. For the King, yeah, 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 yeah. Indie that, game, RPG, strategy. Looked pretty interesting. Yes. Just playing with some friends and it was like yeah. I remember playing a game, a turn based game, RPG, uh, and each person could could play a character. I, I forgot what the the game was, but that that was this. Like each one was a, a character and, and doing like a turn based thing at times and I always thought that was interesting. Like, just, I mean, it might, it might not be fun to watch uh, unless you're, like, an interesting personality. But it's definitely a, a chill game that you can play. Like, like say, like, any Final Fantasy games you've ever played or something like that. Like, I'm Cloud, you're, you get to be Barrett. Uh, I guess Carrie could be Tifa or something like that. Mm-hmm. And and it just it seems like a game that you could sit there and vibe and 
just hang out and put controls in at your leisure. And I'm not talking like active time stuff. I'm talking like, like uh, you just remember the old ways like attack, cast a spell, or use an item, something like that. That'd be that'd be pretty neat. Yeah, there's a. Uh, That's what I felt with this game. Talk about uh, casting spells. There's a battle royale called. Uh, what is it called? Let me pull it up here. It was one of the top streamed ones. Where'd it go? <laughs> Among us, the, the the top streamer for it is a XQC titled "What the oh. fuck is even happening." <laughs> uh, let me see what is Among Us anyways it's a puzzle game huh no it's not a puzzle game well that's in the puzzle puzzle character so okay yeah, yeah well you lied to me spell break spell break is a it's like Harry Potter uh, battle royale pick up uh, pick up staves with magic abilities. Looks interesting. Okay. okay. Yeah, that's something. I got distracted by, because uh, Giant Bomb, we're talking about uh, AMVs. So I had to look up animemusicvideo.org. Oh, yeah. Those things are sick. They were sick. Remember all the ones they did at Limp Biscuit? Yes. <laughs> I have one here. Lincoln Park? Yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> ah, Vegeta. Oh, man, back in high school right now. <laughs> so, for those who don't know what an AMV is, it is a anime music video. Or animated music video. You take well-known songs and you pair them up with anime. And you sort of try to... Uh, <laughs> Super Saiyan! <laughs> when the, yeah, when the beat kicks in. When the beat drops the, is the transformation. When the beat drops. Yeah, when the beat drops, people go Super Saiyan. <laughs> I remember watching one to uh, Limp Bizkit, my way. Yep. It was, uh, Vegeta was the theme. Pretty dope. See if I can find it. Go on, get gored. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. I love the look they get on their face, too. Like, their pupils go all white, and they're like, uh, uh. Ah, opened up right to the park. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the grin. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Broly fucking him up. Get some, Broly. GT Vegeta. Yeah. I remember seeing this. It blew my freaking mind because I didn't watch GT at that point. What yep. is this even? <laughs> then I watched GT and I was like, ah, most of it was garbage. Yeah. So they oh, um super super Android seventeen was a monster. Sick. He was he was um couple things, uh, I'm gonna say yeah GT was fucking 
weird. I remember downloading a fucking, you know, torrent to watch it back in like, I don't know, 2002, maybe 2001. Uh-huh. Um, me and Alex and Andy watched a bunch of it actually. Uh, yeah. When, when Vegeta and Goku merged, become Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta and they had like a half an hour to beat up the, to, to kill or whoever they're fighting. I don't really remember the guy's name, but they're just taunting him. Omega Shenron. Or something. Omega Shenron. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing, talking about uh, Limp Biscuit. Limp Biscuit was on the Why I Have Why I Hate This Album. Bring it on. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah, did. Dude. Yeah. Mm. They did not hold back at dude, all. The album sold incredibly <laughs> well, so you better watch your mouth. Oh, come on. Get out of here. He he dared to say that that Limp Biscuit was not like uh, a voice of a generation, but because because they got the the generation and they were going with the uh, what the hell was the uh, generation uh, that who who the hell is it? I don't know. Doors, not doors. The who? <sighs> who, the who who? Yeah, thank you. Uh, and he had the balls to say that Limp Biscuit wasn't generation. I I challenge that. I say. They were right. Like I remember Limp Biscuit corn just being like uh just everywhere. You know, Limp Biscuit made it in like Eminem songs. Fred Durst made it in Eminem songs. He was on all the MTV stuff. And what? You couldn't escape hearing Nookie? Come on. Absolutely what? iconic for uh a a period of time. I mean, still we're talking about Limp Biscuit right now. Why is everyone always picking on me? Does anybody really know a thing about me? But one of these things will be in the same place, in the same place, punk, same at place, the punk. very same time. But when it takes place and you want to talk shit, then step your ass up and say it right to my face. Say You'll right get knocked the face. fuck out. Uh-huh. All right. Because your mouth's writing checks that your ass can't cash. Knock straight the fuck out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you sure. that, that's not like, I mean, that's a good song, but it, I mean, let's go, uh, 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 my way, uh, my way. Okay. Oh, let's get, let's got, do it. Dude, Check up. dude, do you, what? I played you, uh, the mission impossible theme and you were bumping to that. Don't even lie. It's a good beat. Right. Good, <laughs> you that's should a good said beat. Limp Biscuits. Good. Everyone heard that. How much a percent? Yeah. One percent. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you gotta, you gotta be able Dude, to. Every like, time they, what? every time they said something about Limp Bizkit, I was just like, bring it on! But because they never <laughs> did it, they were like blue balling me every single time. <laughs> and then eventually, one of the, I think it was in a uh, hot dog when they introducing the chocolate starfish. Right, like it's there's two intros. There's an intro, and then you have hot dog, which is, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, introducing the chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavored water. Bring it on. Get the fuck up. <laughs> Check one, two. How many times they say fuck in this song? Like 35 times. Doesn't he say it? Like how many? He had a, he had his own fuck if I check. say fuck two more times, it's 46 <laughs> fucks in the fucked up rhyme. Yeah, I don't know. You're not going to get me. You're not going to get me to shit on the biscuit. I, I, I low-key love I those dudes. Right, well, that's fine. You can do that. Uh, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, what now that you're thoroughly disgusted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't live uh, up to my troglodyte name. Yeah. Troglodyte you do. monkey. Right. If I, if right. I was not a Limp Biscuit fan. <laughs> Let me turn this off. Uh, what was I was going to say, what, what was your troglodyte thing last week? What was your thing about. My troglodyte take? Yeah. I don't know. It could we have been anything. About, uh, it could have been. We were talking about something where uh, somebody quoted somebody saying like, oh, if you like this. Well, oh, oh, the cut thing. The, uh, me, uh, what's his name? Hayao Miyazaki went to uh, Miramax and said, you know, no cuts. And, oh, right. Yeah, yeah, Miyazaki was like, yeah, I understand Americans don't like scenes without action. They're going to get up and get their fucking popcorn. But this movie will not cater to those people. I'm sorry. It didn't. Yeah. And it suffered in my eyes. Did, did Carrie <laughs> listen back to that? What did she think of it? Uh, I mean, she thinks anime uh, action is a little over the top anyway. So I don't think... She, I think having action in it would probably turn her off more. Uh-huh. Uh... Because, I mean, she just kept rolling her eyes when, like, Princess Mononoke stuff was just blowing people's heads off. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It probably would have made it worse for her. <clears throat> oh, okay. Yep. All right. Well, I guess that's all I got. I have not been playing. Right. What? I, I got. Yeah. Uh, did you hear it? The Batman. He got the COVID. Batman. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. Indeed. Well, I mean, what do you expect? He's wearing a mask the wrong way. It's <laughs> not covering his face and his mouth at all. Right. Covidiot. Covidiot. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. I wonder, though. I mean, think about that. I mean, this is the this is what everybody was afraid of, you know? I mean, besides COVID itself, but starting these movies, like, one person gets it. Like, that whole crew's going to get it. Like, I don't know if did they... Yeah, they obviously must have started filming because they got the trailers out for everything, but... Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Like... These guys should uh, bubble up like the NBA. Yeah. <laughs> like, just keep them all in this thing for like six months. Yeah. Just just go at it. It's good be- I bet they could get stuff done faster too, honestly. Mm. Instead of having to cater to people's uh, schedules, you have to be like, all right, you need to clear your schedule for the next uh, two to three months. We need to pound this thing out. Yeah, it's going to be interesting if, you, if we watch movies that are being filmed now, like, oh, this scene clearly they wanted to have, you know, Two or three hundred people as background actors or background extras, but they couldn't because this was filmed in you know twenty twenty or twenty twenty one. It's gonna be really interesting to look at movies being filmed in this era to look back on and be like, why is there nobody in this scene? Why is there, why is there a scene in a mm. in a street or a stadium or wherever you expect to see a lot of people? You go back and look, and it's like, oh yeah, this movie was filmed. In COVID times, in the times of the COVID, the Corona, the Corona days. That's yeah, that, that is an interesting take. I never actually considered that. Yeah. Like uh, now's a, now's a good time for those loner movies. Like remember, like Book of Eli or those zombie yeah. movies where yeah, uh, showing empty streets or whatever. This would probably work, and they could uh, CGI a lot of stuff like uh, World War Z, like just that whole scene where they were all crawling on top of each other. You know, clearly fake. But uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. That's interesting. Yep. Interesting uh, take. Yeah, buddy. Uh, speaking of movies and stuff and TV shows, they got um, the the boys. The boys is back. 
The boys is back in boys town. Back in town. Yep. Yep. That was boys, nice. The boys is back, so I'll probably uh, check that out right after we're done here. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I meant to check out. Oh, thanks for reminding me. You're I'm gonna, welcome. Uh, put dead to me on hold and yeah. go start watching the boys. Thanks. You are welcome. So I think that'll do it. Oh, for oh, us. oh! I was mean to bring up to you. Uh, yeah. Netflix is is um making a series. The the three um no. Three body, three body problem. problem. Yeah, I'm not excited at all because it's it's no. it's uh D and D. Yes, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I saw that. Okay. Butcher another show and 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 it's such a difficult concept to uh, yeah. I think you were saying that it was a difficult concept yeah. to even write about, really, or a very. How how would you have described it? It's it's yeah. It's out there. It's a, it's a um. Yes, it's a very. Th- it uses theoretical physics. It uses quantum physics. It uses um, four dimensional four dimensions. It uses time. It uses space. It uses all this kind of you know ethereal effects and thoughts and space. A lot of space travel. A lot of this, yeah. A lot of very sort of out there uh, sci-fi tro- uh, sci-fi elements. So and trusting them with with all that is is yeah it's yeah I can see why you're not excited now that whole setting was that China was it in China yes, or something yeah, yeah it was all China so it's like I don't first of all it shouldn't be Americans even ad- adapting it or uh-huh. having these people having these white dudes adapt it because you got to bring in so many so many so much Chinese elements into it. it starts out in the 60s in the 1960s in China um, during the Cultural Revolution um, and then you have so Netflix has revealed the team, the creative team. Alexander Wu, who has a Netflix deal, is joining Benioff and Weiss as a showrunner. The show's other producers are a who's who of talent. Bernadette Caulfield, who worked with Benioff and Weiss on Game of Thrones and now heads their production company, will produce, as well as Yuzu Group, um, uh, Three Body Universe Vice President Zhao Zhang, also on board for the series are production companies helmed by Ryan Johnson and Ram Ram Bergman. Um, I'm Ron Bergman. Ram Bergman. <laughs> You've got a bunch of these. Yeah, Brad Pitt's production company, Plan B, Roseman Pike's production. A bunch of just just too many too many cooks in the goddamn kitchen. You got all these goddamn names and fucking production companies there's no that's the other problem going into this i'm i'm definitely going to see a problem with like you know a unified vision and it's definitely what you need with something like this it says right here uh Lian Xi's, L- L- Liao Xing's trilogy is the most ambitious science fiction series we've read taking readers on a journey from the 1960s until the end of time from from life on our pale blue dot to the distant fringes of the universe Benioff and Weiss said in a statement yeah it's just it's a massive 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 story and they, I am glad that it's going to be on Amazon or, or Netflix or something like that, where it's not going to be, you know, this, a trilogy of movies or some sort of like, you know, one giant movie or something. I'm glad that they're going to Netflix and hopefully they're at least going to do a series, you know, some sort of, like I said, limited series. If it's going to be 10 episodes, I can see, I could see a 10 episode, 10 episode series where it's an hour each or, you know, I don't know. I feel like each book they should they should take each book if they're gonna do like three movies or something like that. I'd rather they do like one series of the first book and another series of the second book, something like that. Because there's a lot, there's a lot to this book. A lot of characters. There's a lot of um, background to each character. I I really hope they do this 
correctly and well and don't yeah. don't fuck it. Well, up. I mean, I suppose maybe if the whole book is already everything is all written out, yeah. then they won't stray too far from source material. But luckily, the, I, I believe three three body problem had like a had a had it had its own ending already. Yeah, already yeah, written yeah. out. Yeah, it's it's a trilogy yeah, okay. of books. It's got a beginning, middle, and an end. And yeah, you're right. I guess comparing this to Game of Thrones isn't fair in the sense in the sense that Game of Thrones wasn't finished uh, when they adapted it to the to the screen. So I guess they have that advantage going for them in that in that the book is finished. But I don't know. It's going to be a huge, huge yeah. undertaking, no matter what happens. Yeah, I was wondering what you, how you're feeling about yeah. it. Cause, <laughs> yeah, that was the thing. That, yeah, the the D and D taking it, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, that's what everyone to get at because yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no. Yep. All right. All right. So, got anything else for me, bud, 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 buddy? No. Okay. I don't, I don't think so. All right. Well, didn't pl- didn't play too many games, but uh, still had a decent conversation. So for the uh, uh, blah blah blah, blah uh, are you winning, son? <laughs> are you winning, son? I've been doing it, uh, Damien. <laughs> <laughs> End it. I'm Just so cut. tired. I'm so tired. <laughs> I've been Damien? Question what? mark. Uh, I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> All right. I'm Deej. And we'll Your see. Turn. And I'm Damien. And we'll right, see we you next week. Bye bye.